Welcome to Strong Not Starving, my name is Marcus Kane, and if you want to beat binge eating and create a new rewarding dynamic with body image and exercise, you're in the right place, and I'm aware that I just kind of fucked up that intro a little bit, it was different to the way that I usually record it, that's because I'm still a little bit kind of jittery after the weekend, oh by the way, the information in this podcast is not intended as a substitute for medical advice, remember that too. Um, Yeah, I am kind of jittery after the weekend because we had a super, super stressful experience with one of, with, with our dog, um, Romeo. I will be talking about body image issues in this episode. We're going to be talking about overcoming body image issues in the name of creating opportunities for the future that aren't really available to us while struggling with anxiety about our appearance. And I mention Romeo, I, I mentioned my dog and, and what happened on the weekend because it really reframed something that I've been experiencing recently in terms of body image. We, we were at the beach. Um, for anyone who knows a little bit about me and Romeo or who knows about Romeo at all, you'll know he's a Belgian Malinois. He's a beautiful dog that has no sense of... Uh, self-preservation. He gets himself into trouble a lot. I have to regulate his enthusiasm for him. Otherwise, he gets himself injured. He's he's injured himself a bunch of times. We've had a bunch of emergency vet visits and everything like that. But this, this weekend at the beach was a particularly rough one. He's been in trouble at the beach before from, you know, one time just swallowing so much salt water that he gave himself sodium poisoning had to be taken to the the beach and or had had to be taken to the emergency vet sorry and given fluids and all this kind of stuff but we were at the beach at the weekend and you know I was feeling a bit self-conscious about my appearance I was in my head a little bit about body image like you know gone are the days when I am fitness magazine cover level shredded obviously You'll, if you know anything about me as well, you'll know that that's not my thing anymore. You'll know that I keep very fit. I keep very strong, but just staying super shredded all the time is something that I've decided was not for me. It's not worth it. It perpetuated many years of eating disorders and it's just not something I want in my life anymore. That doesn't mean, however, that I still don't get times where I feel maybe self-conscious or I'm a little bit aware of my body. And You know, sometimes I get a bit nervous, like going to the beach and I'm like, do I really want to get nude at the beach? Like, do I really want to take my shirt off? Like not completely nude. Obviously, I'm not not going to like nude beaches, but you get what I mean. Do I really want to take my shirt off? Um, Yeah, you know, challenge myself in that way and whatever. And I was up in my head about body image stuff at the beach until Romeo started acting funny. Uh, It was clear that, you know, we were giving him water, we were keeping him cool, keeping him in the shade and everything like that, but he was still so overexcited about being at the beach that he started to crash. He started to come down with what we thought um, was heat stroke. Now, this is something that, you know, if, if you're a dog owner, you'll know that in the summer, like heat stroke can kill dogs. Like it, 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 
if, if it goes too far, it can be fatal. So, and we were watching him really closely at the beach, like I said, making sure that he get an, gets enough water, making sure that we were dunking him in the ocean without throwing the ball in there so that he didn't actually swallow half the ocean. And after the previous experiences, experiences at the beach, making sure that we were just doing everything right. But still, he is very enthusiastic. He was everywhere and he reached a point where he just started to crash. He stopped being able to walk properly. He just, he, he was not, he was not himself. Uh, so my wife and I, we were like, okay, we, we need to go. We need to go right now. Uh, we need to get him to the emergency vet. So it was a quarter mile walk back to the car up kind of rocky unsteady paths and along the top of cliffs in Cornwall and along roads and uh, Romeo stopped walking he he lay down and wouldn't get up but this was one of these these moments that really gave me a new appreciation for my body while I was walking around um, self-conscious about how I looked this was a situation that was about to reframe for me again how I saw my body. Now, if you do feel like you're constantly struggling to look a certain way and never getting there, it can be rough to hear people say, just accept your body, right? Like I always struggled with that because I felt it meant accepting that this was how I was going to look and like forever. And that was just a done deal. Like I was meant to just accept that I had no power, no power to change anything, despite how important I felt that was. And there was a time where like, I didn't see any point in living if I couldn't look the way that I wanted to look, because I didn't believe I was worth anything as a person if I didn't look a certain way. And if I wasn't worth anything, I wasn't valuable, which meant I was expendable which meant I could never feel secure and I could never feel safe. Like, as much as we might not like to admit it, deep down when we pull the thread of uh, anxiety surrounding body image, it usually comes back to feeling safe in one way or another. Feeling valued and feeling in turn safe. Whether looking a certain way makes us feel valued and in turn assured of our position in our family or society or in our group, or if our physical appearance has, in our mind at least, been tied to physical or emotional safety in one way or the other. It usually comes down to perceived value and feelings of safety. And when we attach so much of our worth to our appearance, that can create a really dicey situation. So, and a very scary situation. So when people say just accept your body, it can be a big leap for our mind. But there is something I'd suggest here. We can't predict what the future will look like through the lens of self-acceptance, if you're willing to cultivate it, nor can we predict what options will become available to you when you truly have accepted yourself and found worth outside of body image. So every attempt to change yourself that you've made in the past may have come from, or it's likely, maybe, 
that that has come from a place of feeling like your value is tied up in how you look. And like right now for the part of your mind that might be protesting in this moment saying, you know, of course, how I look matters. I'm not saying it doesn't matter at all. I'm not saying it's not okay to care. I'm saying we have more leverage in our journey with body image if it's not the most important thing on our agenda. When you get caught up on the idea that making peace with body image means settling or letting yourself go or committing to look the way you do right now forever, do your best not to look into the future at the expense of the steps that need to be taken right now in the present moment to do something that's vitally constructive. And that is making peace with body image, creating some sense of body neutrality. We can't predict what the future will look like for you with a with more self-acceptance and a better relationship with food, training, and body image. We can't predict that. But we can almost certainly guarantee what the outcome of attempts to change your appearance right now would be if you go into that process with very little sense of self-worth. Like the same outcome as every previous attempt under similar conditions. If we repeat past efforts to change our appearance under similar emotional conditions, the same result is very, very likely, if not guaranteed. But if we do some things differently and change the degree of self-acceptance and self-esteem we bring to the table, we've changed the formula of the situation enough to get curious again about what's possible given that we're not just feeding the same variables into the equation. So do your best to find some acceptance for yourself right now as you are in the present moment, knowing that that doesn't mean the future is written. Remember, like I've said before, you can't trick yourself here. We can't pretend to cultivate self-acceptance. I've known people who've approached the body acceptance journey with ulterior motives, like just going through the motions impatiently waiting for the day they can start dieting again, that doesn't fucking work. We have to do what's necessary to change how we feel and actually mean it. We have to let go of what's driving the cycle of body image issues. And for the part of you right now, like the part of your mind that's terrified of letting yourself go, because I hear that a lot, like I don't want to let myself go. What if I change the way I feel about myself and let myself go. I was scared of that too, once upon a time. But know that letting yourself go is not the same as letting go. We don't just fill the fridge with tiramisu and tequila and call it a fucking day. Like, there's work to be done here. Unconditional permission is about letting go of guilt, not letting go of any semblance of common sense. So the idea that cultivating body acceptance means that your future is written is a illogical leap sometimes that our mind makes out of fear surrounding maybe where our value lies. So know that doing what you need to do right now in this moment to create something new for yourself and to create new opportunities for yourself and a better future for yourself, it doesn't mean that you're doomed to maybe look a certain way forever or be a certain way forever. Just 
allow yourself to be open-minded about that, to not commit one way or the other, to not try to look into the future and predict what happens. All we can do is focus on what's happening right now. And I mention this because leaping into the future and going, what if this happens or what if that happens or what if this happens or what if that happens? That was a big obstacle for me. And to this day, I find it really useful to look at whatever's going on right now in the present moment with my life and my responsibilities and health and training and go, okay, what what's the most constructive thing for me to do right now? What can I do right now that's not just going to push shit uphill, perpetuating a toxic dysfunctional cycle? Like, what do I need to do right now in this moment? If you can do your best to focus on that and free yourself up from, you know, trying to predict the future, you might decrease the level of pressure that you're putting on yourself and open up a few opportunities to let go of some really toxic, damaging shit that's banging around in your mind in terms of body image. And as far as this experience with what happened with Romeo, like I was saying, we were on our way, I was taking him back to the car and he, he, he stopped walking. I've never seen him stop walking before. I've never seen him exhausted. I've never seen him tired. He's a fucking Malinois. These dogs are like, they're the military use them. They're just, they, they can run all day, but he stopped walking. And I thought, fuck, like something must be really, really wrong. And after struggling with body image, at the fucking beach and going, "Mm, you know, I don't really have visible abs anymore. And I don't like the way my body looks at the the rim of my shorts. I feel like, you know, I'm not super lean anymore. Like after being bent out of shape about that at the beach, but then because I've been training, because I'm healthy, because I'm strong, because I'm not fucking starved, I was able to pick up my dog, my very reasonably large dog, and carry him a quarter mile to the car when he wasn't able to walk anymore. As a result, we got him to the emergency vet and everything's okay. I'm always going to remember that now as far as what my body is capable of. Okay, do I look like I belong on the cover of Men's Health? Maybe not. But was I able to pick up my dog and carry him a quarter mile when he couldn't walk anymore, when he, when he couldn't do it? So when you think about your relationship with your body, think about what you're capable of and what you can do. Do your best not to get caught up on what you think the future might look like for yourself. Do what you know is absolutely necessary right now. Stop feeding the same variables back into the old equation. I can say that with a smile because I did that for years myself. I can change something. I can change something. I can do a different diet. I can do a different exercise routine. Doesn't matter. If we're feeding the same emotions, the same intention into that equation, we're going to get the same result. In creating acceptance and neutrality surrounding body image, 
we create leverage in that situation. And that's really important. So my name is Marcus Kane. This was Strong Not Starving. Remember to grab the Beat Binge Eating Essentials Pack in the episode description. It's 100% free. And I'll see you next week.